Give him a praise in the room. Has he turned it for you? Has he turned around your situation? Come on, has he turned your sorrow into joy? Your mourning into dancing? Come on, give him a praise that says he turned it. Give him a praise that says he turned it. He turned it. He turned it. of the Lord tonight. Somebody's already received the Holy Ghost and we give God the glory for another. We're believing that she's going to be filled with the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Galatians. Galatians 1, 6 through 9. I always count it a high honor and a privilege to be able to speak the word of the Lord to this great congregation. I do not take it lightly. I do have a word from the Lord tonight. Galatians 1, 6 through 9. If you found it, say amen. Amen. Here we go. And the word of the Lord says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that, him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Go back to verse 6 and 7 one more time. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another to another gospel which is not another I was praying a few days ago and uh, the Lord interrupted my prayer with these words over and over these words there is not another there is not another Tell your neighbor, there is not another. There is not another. Lift your hands and can we go before the Lord? And I'd ask you to pray for my voice. Uh, I've been dealing with sinus problems, but we're going to pray that God's going to work. God's going to speak. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, for the word of the Lord that has been spoken. We thank you for the word of the, that, was, that was read in our hearing, God. We pray in the name of Jesus that the word will be rightly divided, oh God. And that the word of God will be sown in the good ground to bring forth much fruit. God, we pray that you confirm your word with signs following. 
in the name of Jesus. Say what you want to say, God. Do what you want to do. Have your way and let your kingdom come. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everyone say amen. I say clap your hands one more time. Give them praise. Give them glory. Give them the honor that is due unto his name. Man, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Are you going to help me preach tonight? After giving his introduction of the epistle to the Galatians, Paul immediately opens up his message calling out the Galatians for being so soon removed from Christ and now believing another gospel. The Galatians, like us, had heard the truth. They'd heard the gospel message. They'd heard the plan of salvation. They'd heard how to live holy and how to walk in the spirit and how to talk right, how to act right, and how to dress right. What is a holy lifestyle? And God did a work of the spirit in this congregation. We find this as we study the book of Galatians and as we study what Paul wrote unto them that the Galatians had absolutely been visited by the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost had done a work and had begun a work in them. But, but what God had done in them had absolutely begun out of a work of the Spirit. But now, as Paul says later on, they were attempting to perfect their walk with God through the means of the flesh Instead of by the power of the Spirit. Come on, talk to me tonight. They had begun walking in the flesh rather than walking in the Spirit. And their doctrine was changing. Their beliefs were fading. Their walk was wavering. And in chapter 3 of Galatians, Paul says, Oh foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath evidently been set forth, crucified among you. Oh, foolish Galatians. That's pretty strong language, isn't it? Oh, foolish Galatians. Who hath bewitched you? That you should not obey the truth. You have no reason not to obey the truth you've been preached to. You've been taught. You, you know better. You, you know what the truth is. You, you were baptized in Jesus' name. You repented of every sin. You were filled with the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking with other tongues. You, you've been living a life of holiness. And it was all through the work of the Spirit. But now you're starting to operate in the flesh. Oh foolish Galatians. Who hath bewitched you? That you should not obey the truth. See, Paul emphatically and directly cuts to the source of the problem. They had been bewitched. Somebody say bewitched. They had been bewitched. They had been tricked, deceived, and lied to by another. They had been troubled by another, telling them of another gospel. Perhaps a spell of false doctrine and deception was cast upon them. Or perhaps they were simply deceived 
by the works of the flesh and the tickling of the ears from the watered down message of a backslidden preacher. Can I tell you tonight, you need to beware of listening to watered down preachers. Beware when you start having itching ears and all you're wanting to listen to, come on, talk to me tonight. All you're wanting to listen to is something that that tickles your ears and makes you feel good about yourself. None of us, none of us are exempt from also being bewitched like the Galatians. I said it at the beginning, I say it again. They'd received the same gospel we received. They had, they had believed the same message that we believed. They had heard the same Acts 2.38 message that we've heard over and over and over. But because of itching ears, because of someone that had come and bewitched them now, they were falling. Second Timothy 4, 3 through 4 tells us, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers. Oh, they want a lot of it. They want, they'll heap it over. They'll heap to themselves teachers. They, they feel bad for not listening to the truth, so they'll listen to a lot. Oh, man, I've been listening to a lot of preaching here lately. I've been listening to a lot of teaching here lately. They heap to themselves teachers. Amen. Having itching ears. Having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. From the truth. And shall be turned unto fables. Paul prophesied to Timothy that there's coming a day that people are going to heap to themselves teachers uh, that, that do not teach sound doctrine. They're not going to endure sound doctrine. They don't, they don't want sound doctrine because they've got itching ears. They want something that's going to tickle their fancy. They want something that's going to make them feel good about themselves. And they shall turn their ears from the truth and be turned into fables. What a shame to know the truth and then to believe a fable. To have the real thing and then to believe you have a new real thing. Now whether it was the itching of their ears or a spell of deception that was literally cast upon them, one way or another the Galatians had stopped obeying the truth and were so soon removed from Christ. They were so soon removed from Christ. So soon. Now they were believing in the gospel. So soon had they been removed. So soon had they fallen into deception. So soon had they turned away. So soon had they compromised the truth. So soon had they been bewitched and so soon it can happen to you if you have not the love of the truth. Second Thessalonians 2, 8 through 12. And then shall the wicked, talking about the Antichrist, so then shall the wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Hey, don't be deceived just because they're doing miracles. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be, don't be deceived because they're, they're performing some signs and some wonders. He, this says that he's coming after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. I would remind you that, that in the Old Testament, when, when Moses would do a miracle, the magicians, the, 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 the witches and the warlocks would come together and they would cast a spell and try to mimic exactly what uh, Moses had done. Now there came a time where they couldn't do what Moses could do any longer because the power of God is always greater than the power of the devil. But they will do some power. They will have some power and do some signs and have some lying wonders. And, and, and catch this, verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, what cause? For this cause, for the, the cause that they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, God, somebody say God. God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth. That's talking about going to hell. That they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Can I tell you today, the Antichrist and even the spirit of the Antichrist is sent to deceive with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness, deceivableness of unrighteousness. And the spirit of the Antichrist will directly affect those who receive not the love of the truth. If you do not have a, the love of the truth, you are under attack from the enemy. You are susceptible to fallen prey, to strong delusion, to where you can believe that you're living right and you're not, to where you can believe you're in the truth and you're not. You can believe the lie that some other preacher has preached, but it's not the truth. You can believe it and be sold on it. God himself will work against you and send you a strong delusion that you should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. Do I have anybody that believes the truth in this place tonight? Do I have anybody that wants the truth in this place tonight? Do I have anybody that loves the truth in this place tonight? We got to get a love for the truth. We must get the love of the truth. Because so soon, so soon were the Galatians removed from Christ. And so soon can you fall away into deception. So soon can you fall in to another gospel. But there is not another I feel it in the place right now. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Maybe it's just to everybody in the room. But you better check yourself whether or not you're in the truth. Whether or not you love the truth. Because there is not another gospel out there. There is not another truth. There is the way. There is the truth. There is the gospel.
Perhaps like the Galatians, someone has troubled you. That's what happened to them. They were bewitched because they were troubled. Someone has troubled you and would pervert the gospel of Christ in your life. You've been troubled by what others have said. You've heard some new theories. You've listened to some false teaching. You've been bombarded by some convincing philosophies. Maybe that's you today. Somebody spoke something that that made you feel uneasy in the spirit, and they, they troubled you with some words that you didn't know how to combat. Oh, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. There's been some people talking to you at work. I know I'm in it right now. There's been some people talking to you at work and they've been saying one thing and you don't know what to say back to them because you don't have a love for the truth because if you had a love for the truth, you'd be digging into it. Y'all ain't going to help me tonight, are you? Last time I preached on faith, this time I'm preaching on doctrine. Y'all better get with it like you did about faith. There he is, not another. There is not another. Someone has said something and it's troubled your spirit. They've presented a new gospel to you, another gospel. But my dear brothers and sisters, saints and friends, there is not another. Clap your hands if you're thankful for the truth. Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. Somebody say the gospel. I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. Somebody say you're saved by it. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, you better not forget what's been preached in this place. You'll remember it in hell. You better not forget it right now while you're on earth. If you'll keep in memory what I preached unto you, go ahead and put it on the screen. 1 Corinthians 15. Unless ye have believed in vain. How sad would it be that you believed for a while, but your your belief was in vain because you believed for a time and a season but eventually you lost your belief and you lost the truth you believed in vain it was empty belief here it is verse 3 for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and then he rose again the third day according to the scriptures somebody say that's the gospel that's the gospel that Christ somebody say Christ Christ died was buried and was resurrected but in order for you to know the gospel you need to know about the one who the gospel is about so who is Jesus Christ let's ask John John chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was God and verse 14 and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth who is Jesus John said Jesus is the word and who is the word John said the word is God 
don't believe John, let's ask Paul. In Colossians 2 and 9, Paul said, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In Christ. Somebody say Christ. In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. If you still don't believe him, here's Paul again. Titus 2 and 13. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I, I, I need those scriptures on the screen if you can. The glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior. Who is it? Who's the great God? Who's the Savior? What's his name? That's what Paul said. And that's what John said. But if you don't believe Paul and you don't believe John, why don't you ask Peter in Acts chapter 10? I didn't give you this one. But in Acts chapter 10, Peter said, Jesus, he is Lord of all. If you don't believe Peter and you don't believe Paul and you don't believe John, why don't you ask James? Because James 2 and 19 says, for, for if you believe that there is one God, you do well. The devils also believe and they tremble. There is only one God. But if you don't believe Paul, and you don't believe John, and you don't believe Peter, and you don't believe James, why don't you just go ahead and ask Jesus? Because Jesus said in John 8, 58, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Before Abraham was, I am Exodus 3 and 14 and God 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 somebody say God and God said unto Moses I am that I am and he said thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel I am hath sent me unto you the Old Testament God said I am that I am but then here comes Jesus and Jesus steps on the scene and they said how did Abraham know you and they say verily verily I say unto you before Abraham was I am And if God said I am, and if Jesus said I am, and if Deuteronomy 6 and 4 is right, where it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, then something must be up. Either Jesus and God were lying, or Jesus is. Who is he? Who is he? Who is he? He is the I am, not the we are. He is the I am. There is not another. Jesus is God, and there is not another. So I preach unto you the gospel of Jesus Christ, the one and only God. Give him praise if you know who he is.
But what is the gospel? 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That is the gospel. The gospel is the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Aren't you thankful for his death, burial, and resurrection? Isaiah 53, 4 through 5, puts it in such beautiful words. It says, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Somebody say that's the gospel. That's the gospel. He's borne our griefs. That word born means, is, is the Hebrew word Nassah, like Nasa. And it means to lift. He has lifted our griefs. But, but catch this, the word griefs, it, it actually means our sicknesses, our diseases, our calamities. He has borne, he has lifted our diseases. He lifted it up off of us when he was lifted to the cross. He carried our sorrows, our sorrows, our pain, our suffering. He carried it on him and yet he, he, we esteemed him stricken smitten of God and afflicted but again he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed what am I saying I'm telling you tonight because he died our, our diseases have been lifted because he died he carried our sorrows with him because he died he's forgiven us of our transgressions and washed away our iniquities because he died we can have peace because he died and took those lashes on his back we can be healed matter of fact we are healed Because he died, I can now live. Because he got up, I can get up too. It's the good news. It's the good news. It's the gospel. And there is not another. But he didn't just die. He was buried in an empty tomb. He was buried in a borrowed tomb. He was buried for three days. And for three days, it was bleak. It was dark. It was gloomy and full of doom. On three days, in three days, he was buried. But on the third day, on the third day, he got up. He got up. He resurrected. He rose from the dead. He is alive and he is well. And he has ascended up on high and has led captivity captive and given gifts unto men. 
I got to preach the gospel for a minute. I got to preach the gospel for a minute. Let me preach the gospel for a minute. Because there's not another. There's not another. You need to hear the real thing. There's not another. There's not another. There's not another. He ascended up on high. That's what it says. And he led captivity captive. In other words, those things that was binding you, he bound it and took it with him. The things that held you hostage, he took it hostage. He led captivity captive. He said, I'm going to bind what bound you. I'm going to destroy what tried to destroy you. I'm going to lift it up off of you. I'm going to lift your griefs off of you. I'm going to do this for you. This is the gospel. Give him praise for the work that he's done. This is the gospel. There is not another. Tell your neighbor, there is not another. But that ain't everything, my friends. Second Thessalonians 1 and 8 says, In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the goodness and severity of God. I already had this message before you preached. Don't worry. It's the goodness and the severity of God. He loved us enough to do all this for us. But at the same time, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God. And, somebody say and, that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not good enough just to know about the gospel. It's not good enough just to believe the gospel. You got to know God. And it's not good enough just to know God. But you got to obey. Somebody say obey. Oh, that needs to be said again. Somebody say obey. You got to obey the gospel. Can I preach tonight? There's only one gospel. I ain't got another one to preach. Y'all may have heard some of this before, but I ain't got another one. Y'all hear it. There, there is not another. And the Bible tells us that we die when we repent. We repent to die. That's how we obey part of the gospel. But there's more. It tells us we are buried with him in baptism how do i apply his death through repentance how do i apply a burial through baptism we're buried with him in baptism and we're resurrected into new life through the holy ghost this is the gospel somebody say there's not another that's why Acts 2.38 said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the gospel. There is not another. I've come to preach tonight the gospel. I've come to tell you tonight there is not another. I've come to earnestly contend for the faith because there is not another. Jude 1 and 3 says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, 
Somebody said the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Oh, it's good to have contention sometimes. When it has to do with your faith, you better contend for it. You better fight for it. That you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. It was once delivered and there's not going to be another gospel delivered unto the saints. It is the common salvation. Not that that does not mean this is a common way and there's another common way. That means that it's one thing we have in common. And it's salvation. We have one way we do this thing, and it's all we do it all the same way. One salvation, the common salvation. And if any man is preaching another gospel besides this, let him be accursed. I've come to earnestly contend for the faith that there's only one gospel. That there's only one way to heaven. That there's only one way to be saved. It's the common salvation. Acts 2.38 is still right. It is the common salvation. You should be, you should be baptized in Jesus' name. Filled with the Holy Ghost. This is the gospel. And I'm earnestly contending for it tonight. Where the Bible says there is one Lord. One Faith. I've come to earnestly contend for the faith, the one faith, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Can I preach it this way? One Lord, there is not another. One faith, there is not another. One baptism, there is not another. One God, there is not another. One Father of all, there is not another. Who is above all, there is not another. And through all, there is not another. And in you all, there is not another. He is a mighty God, and there is not another. He's a worthy God, and there is not another. He's a powerful God, there is not another. He's the living God, there is not another. He is a holy God, and there is not another. And why don't you lift it up, Aaron? And His holiness demands holiness of us. His holiness demands holiness of us because He is holy. God said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Be ye holy, for I am holy. That's why the Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. No man, no man. Somebody say, no man. No man shall see the Lord. You've got to have holiness. Are y'all not, y'all not, y'all not, y'all not hearing it? This is the gospel tonight. 
if you want to see him, you must be holy. Y'all better help me. If you want to see him, you must be holy. Oh, I want to see him. Look upon his face. Let us sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all pass, home and last, ever, ever, ever to rejoice. But if you want to see him and look upon his face, if you want to see him and praise him for his grace, if you want to look upon him, you must be holy. For no man shall see the Lord without holiness and except a man be born again of the water and of the spirit he cannot he, I feel it in this way he cannot enter the kingdom of God if you want to see him anybody want to see his face anybody want to see the savior That's why the Bible says, Isaiah 35 and 8, and a highway shall be there and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. You better quit listening to all these preachers saying you can, you can go anyway. You better quit listening to all these preachers that say there's multiple ways to God. And a highway shall be there. And is that what it says? A way. And it shall be called the way of holiness. That's the only way. That's the only way. That's the only way. There's one way. And it's called holiness. There's only one way. There is not another y'all ain't hearing it there is not another well, how does holiness have to do with the gospel I'll tell you how you ready John 14 and 6 Jesus says unto him now we talked about to understand the gospel you got to understand Jesus Jesus says unto him I am the way So the gospel of Christ, if the way is holiness, and if Jesus is the way, then the gospel of Christ is the gospel of holiness. And if anybody's preaching something else besides holiness, it ain't the way. There is not another. Y'all better help me tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost coming on me. Jesus is the way, for he is holy. He is the highway to heaven. He's the highway called the way of 
of holiness. The holiness has a name. Holiness has a name. And it's Jesus, 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 Jesus. He's the holy way and the only way. There's not another way. He's the way. There is not another. He's the truth. There is not another. He's the life. There is not another. He's God. And there is not another. He's holy. And there is not another. He's righteous. And there is not another. He's the I am. And there's not anybody like him. If you believe the word, give him your greatest shout. There is not another. He's God, and there is not another. He's the I am, and there is not another. Healer, there is not another. Deliverer, there is not another. Miracle worker, there is not another. My way out, my way in. My way over, my way through. He's the way, and there's not another. God said before, before me there was no God formed. Neither shall there be after me. For I am God and beside me there is no. I've come to preach the gospel of Christ. That there's no one greater than him. There's no one higher than him. There's no one better than him. There's no one like him. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's the God of God. He's the Lion and the Lamb. He's the first and the last. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He which was and he is and he is to come. He's the lily in the valley. He's the rose of Sharon. He's the bright and morning star. He's everything to me. Everything I need is all in him. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. It's all in him. His name is power. His name is authority. His name is good. His name is holy. His name is great. His name is mighty. His name is Jesus. I know you've heard it before, but there is not another. And so I've come to earnestly contend for the faith. There's only one God. There's only one God. And his name is Jesus. There's no one greater. There's no one higher. There's no one stronger. There's no one better. There's no one like him. He said, beside me, there is no savior. Quit looking for another. There is not another. I've come to earnestly contend for the faith. There is not another. Tell your neighbor real loud, there is not another. 
I wish you'd preach it at them. There is not another. You don't know how to preach. You just got to scream. Just scream it out. There is not another. Shake your neighbor and say, quit looking, quit looking, quit looking. Come on, shake her and say, quit looking for something else. It's here. It's right here. It's right now. There is not another. Slap your neighbor. Tell him there is not another. There is not another. Quit looking for stuff. Quit looking for another God. Quit looking for another way. There is not another. I'm going to earnestly contend for it. There is not another. No other God shall you have before me. There is not another. Acts 2, 16 to 18. But this is that. Y'all may not like this kind of preaching, but this is my kind of preaching. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And upon my servants and upon my handmaids, I will pour out of my spirit and they shall prophesy. This is that. I'm glad I found it tonight. I'm glad I've got it tonight. Because this is that. This is what you've been looking for. This is what you've been searching for. This is what you've been longing for. Quit looking for drugs. Quit looking for alcohol. Quit looking for the greatest high. It'll never be as high as the most high. You want to get the greatest high inside of you? Get the most high inside of you. This is that. This is that. This is what the Jews long for. When Peter was asked, what is all this tongue talking about? Why are they acting crazy? Why do they seem so drunk? And Peter stood up and said, these are not drunk as you suppose. For it's just the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken there was some talkers and there was some mockers but the mockers were the ones that had heard the truth a long time ago they'd heard this prophecy a long time ago and here it is being fulfilled and they're mocking the tongue talking but I've come to tell you just like Peter said this is that There is not another. There is not another. 
But can I tell you tonight, this is the greatest thing you can ever have in your life. It's a shame I have to contend for it so earnestly because it is the greatest thing you can ever have in your life. And if you'll just get a love for the truth, the truth will set you free. The truth will change your life. The truth will free you from every addiction, from every sin. This is that, and there is not another. There's not another that coming. Quit looking for it. There's not another that coming. This is that. Stand to your feet all over the room. This is that. And everything you've seen in the Bible can happen in your life too. The Bible says, and these signs, Mark 16, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if, they're, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall not recover. I feel something right there. Can I pray for you real quick? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak the name of Jesus over her. And whatever is trying to attack her body right now in the name of Jesus, I command it to be gone. For I shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Whatever it is, I don't know, whatever it is, right now, I speak against it in the name of Jesus. Well, lift up a sound of praise. Lift up a sound of prayer. Cry out in tongues. This is that. This is that. This is that. Holy Ghost about to explode in this place. After the Holy Ghost about to take over. Listen, you know why? You know why you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover? It's because of what Isaiah 53 said. He's borne our griefs. He's lifted our diseases. And with his stripes, the stripes that was laid on his back, with his stripes we are healed. I've come to tell you there's power in this gospel. There's healing. I feel it in this place. Something's about to break. Strongholds are about to break in this place. People are about to be healed in this place. People are about to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because there's power in the gospel. Just the simplicity of the gospel. There is not another. And all you need is to hear the gospel tonight. And I preached unto you what was once delivered unto the saints. There is not another. You're going to walk in power and dominion. You're going to walk in authority. You're going to have power over the serpents and over scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall hurt you. This is that. I just want to know, is there anybody that wants it? Is there anybody in this place that's hungry for it? Is there anybody that has a love for the truth? If you ain't got a love for this truth, you might as well go on home and enjoy the world because hell ain't going to be fun. But you need tonight to regain a love for the truth. You need to get back where you started. You need to cry out to God. 
again until God fills you with the Holy Ghost. open right now. Why don't you step on in? Why don't you come on in? Why don't you join on in? There's not another. Quit searching. There's not another. They may have troubled you with another, but there's not another. They may have said something else, but there's not another. You've got the real thing. you got real power. There's real breakthrough in this house. There's redemption in this house. There's healing in this house. Why don't you begin to lift up your hands? and lift up your voices. This is that, and you can have it. This is that, and you can be healed. This is that, and you can be delivered. This is that, and you can be free. Reach your hands out and grab a hold of it. Reach your hands out and grab a hold of power. Grab a hold of peace. Grab a hold of joy. Grab a hold of hope. Grab a hold of faith. Grab a hold of strength. Grab a hold of authority. Come on, there he is. Not another. If you've got it tonight, you ought to shout like you got it. If you've got it tonight, you ought to pray for somebody like you got it. If you got authority, you ought to pray like you got authority. If you got power, you ought to shout like you got power. There is not another. You found it. You got it. Now operate in it. Live in it. Love it. Grab a hold of it. Well, they're about to sing, but why don't you lift your hands one more time and let it sound like Pentecost in here. Let a bystander say, what meaneth this? So you can tell somebody, this is that come on let the Holy Ghost pour out rivers of living water if you believe rivers of living water rivers, rivers, rivers rivers of living water shall flow out of your belly let it flow let it flow let it flow rivers of living water let it flow Come on, I don't know what you're waiting on. This is that. You better quit searching. This is that. Just join in. Grab a hold of it. This is that. Come on, everybody in the room. Everybody in the room. Get full of the Holy Ghost again. Refill with the Holy Ghost again. I wish it'd be like the day of Pentecost where everybody... All of them were filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Can we for a moment?
get all in one accord and in one mind in the same place and be filled afresh with the Holy Ghost. There is not another.
you say amen to this good word tonight. Wow, what preaching. We have one that got baptized tonight. Haley Busker, baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. 16th day of April, 2023. Aren't we glad for one more soul? Hope to see you Wednesday night. Be safe in Jesus' name. God bless you.